As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Just Glow With It podcast, a lifestyle and personal development podcast inspiring women to glow up and create the life of their wildest dreams. I'm Jasmine, podcast host, certified life coach, and your go-to glow girl for all things living an aligned life of abundance, beauty, and luxury. Just Glow With It is for the modern woman who is here to do the real work, make mindset shifts, and are also down for happy hour with the girls. We're combining the metaphysical and material world in order to create our most aligned, high vibe, and abundant lives. If you're ready to tap into your glowness, uncover your divine purpose, and live a fabulous luxe life, then keep on listening. As always, remember to just glow with it. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. Hi, hello. How are you, my loves? I know it's been a minute since my last podcast episode, I believe a month or so, and that is the longest break I have ever taken from the podcast, from my business, and from life in general, but honestly, it was really necessary. I needed that time away. I needed some me time to kind of regroup and rethink and process all of the things that have been going on in the last month, which I will let you guys know why I've been away and what's been going on since then, but first and foremost, I wanted to say that I've missed you all, and I'm so happy to be back on the podcast and kind of be back in my normal routine and feeling a little bit more like myself again. This is definitely an episode where you want to have your notebooks out, you want to have your coffee or wine or choice of drink because I have a lot to say in today's episode. I have a lot that I want to talk about and share with you all specifically regarding how to navigate when you are transitioning into a new chapter of your life and how to embrace growth and healing and all the things that come with change. So get ready to take some notes because we are going to dive deep into this topic. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you find this episode helpful and useful in your own journey. And if you do, I would so, so appreciate if you could take two minutes to leave an iTunes review, to screenshot this episode, post it on your Instagram stories and tag me in it. That would mean the world to me. But anyways, let's just go ahead and get into this episode. Okay, so before we get into the juiciness of this episode, I felt like I needed to share a little bit about why I've been away and what's been going on since then. I don't feel right to go MIA for a month and then act like nothing happened or I wasn't gone for a whole month, especially because that is not something that I commonly do. I'm very consistent. Basically, my time away started very unintentionally. 
at the beginning of August, I was kind of going through some things internally, which I actually discussed in my last podcast episode. I talked about navigating the rush towards success and where you want to be in life, and I shared kind of what I was going through mentally and needing to shift my perspective and all of that. So the beginning of August, I was kind of going through that, and then I kind of worked through it, and I reminded myself of all the things that I needed to remember. Literally right after that episode, something happened within my business that was out of my control. It was a little setback, but it wasn't really a big deal normally. But because I was already the way that I was feeling and thinking the thoughts that I was thinking, it was kind of a big, bigger deal than it would normally be. So that setback happened. And then maybe two days after that, another setback happened. And these two setbacks on top of me not being mentally strong, at the time and not being where I wanted to be it was a big deal for me and it was really really hard for me to deal with because I was already kind of not in the best spirits and not in the best mind space and so for these two curveballs to happen it really hurt me and still I tried to work through those things I tried to you know be resilient and remind myself that I am stronger than any obstacle that comes my way as I was working through that, I out of nowhere got really, really sick. Now, it wasn't COVID related or anything like that, but it might as well have been COVID because I have never in my life been this sick. And I was sick for about two weeks straight, chills in bed, you know, with a fever and coughing and I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep. I was so miserable and so uncomfortable for like a good two weeks and then the third week I started to slowly feel physically better. This sickness on top of these obstacles, on top of me already feeling mentally distraught, all of these things combined led me to going into a pretty heavy depression. I've talked about this on the podcast, but in my earlier years, I used to struggle a lot with depression. I think when I was in high school, I was on medication and all of that. I don't take medication anymore. And in my early 20s, I deeply struggled with depression. I haven't had a depressive episode in a very, 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 very long time, especially not one at the level that I was dealing with. Even when I started to physically feel better from my sickness, I still could not get out of bed. I wasn't doing my morning routine. I could barely brush my teeth. I could barely make the bed. I could barely even change my clothes and shower. That's how bad I was feeling just mentally and it really scared me to feel this way because like I said it had been a very long time since I have gotten to that point of depression and just mentally being there and it scared me because I remember what it used to be like back then when I would feel like this all the time and I was scared that I was going to fall into that negative cycle that I used to be stuck in where I felt so helpless and I felt like a victim and I felt so out of control in my life and so because of that I decided to take a step back from the podcast I took decided to take a step back from my business in general aside from working with like my private one-on-one clients I decided to completely just check out of work of business from friends from life in general and I just 
retreated to myself because I knew that I was not okay and I knew that I had to deal with this and I knew that I had to focus on myself. Making that decision also triggered some anxiety within myself. Like many of you, I struggle with needing to be productive all the time and needing to feel like I have a purpose in life and needing to feel like I am doing something beneficial. So even though I chose to step away from working and from being productive and all of that it was still very mentally and emotionally hard for me to do that because that then led me to start questioning my purpose in life and the impact that I'm making on people and if I'm really doing what I'm supposed to be doing and all of these thoughts that spiraled out of control. But at the same time, I knew that I couldn't force myself to be productive because internally something was wrong with me and I needed to focus on that before I could help other people. So I'm struggling mentally and then I get really, really physically sick and then I get really depressed. And it was just a really rough month. August was not the easiest for me, but now I'm kind of on the other side of it and I'm seeing things from a much better perspective. I will say I'm not 100% myself yet. I'm like in the process of rebuilding my routines and getting back on track and feeling like myself every single day and every day it's an intentional thing that I need to do for myself so so that's kind of why I went MIA last month and in that time away I have realized a lot of things I am learning a lot of lessons I am doing a lot of healing and I am just recognizing that I am in a season of transformation and I am transitioning into a new chapter and I am in a season where I need to embrace my growth and I need to embrace more healing and the changes that are taking place in my life and I wanted to share all of the lessons and realizations that I learned because I personally know so many people in my personal life who are going through the same thing and if I'm going through it and they're going through it then I'm sure people listening to the podcast are probably going through it or will go through it eventually. Now I want to get into the main point of this episode and that is the lessons that I've learned within the last month and the things that I was reminded of when it comes to transitioning into a new chapter, embracing growth, healing, embracing change, and all of that. And the very first thing that I was reminded of, and it's going to sound so cliche, but that is that it is okay to not be okay but make sure you are taking care of yourself. As everything kind of transpired and everything happened, I had to admit to myself that I'm not okay right now. Physically, I'm not doing well. Mentally, I'm not doing well. Emotionally, I'm drained. Spiritually, I'm disconnected and I am not okay right now. And I had to admit that to myself. And then the next step for me was figuring out what was going on internally why I wasn't okay which I think is something that we tend to overlook or kind of bypass because we want to ignore the problem or we don't want to deal with whatever is going on underneath the surface and we just want to get to the point of being okay again and being our normal selves and feeling all right and that is a huge mistake because if you don't 
deal with the underlying issue, if you don't get to the root of the problem, that problem is only going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger and it's going to continue to pop into your life until you can no longer ignore it. And I know a lot of us tend to distract ourselves to avoid dealing with whatever is going on internally or we keep ourselves really busy or we you know, do anything that we can to avoid dealing with not being okay or dealing with whatever is going on with us. And when you do that, when you ignore the problem and you ignore what's really going on, life will force you to slow down and it will force you to pay attention to it. And I think me getting sick is a perfect example of life doing that. Before I got sick, I knew something was wrong. I knew I wasn't okay. I knew there was something that I wasn't dealing with, but I hadn't quite gotten to the root of the issue. And I feel like I wasn't taking the time necessary to slow down and to pay attention to what was going on with me. And because of that, I got really, really sick. But I'm grateful that it happened because it forced me to slow down. It forced me to take time off work, take time away from the distractions and go within and I'm so grateful that I had that time to do that because the things that I ended up unpacking were a lot but I needed to unpack them. So if you find yourself kind of in this space where you know you're not okay and you know that there's something going on, do yourself a favor and take that as a sign to slow down and to go within. Sometimes all you need is a few moments of journaling, of meditation, whether you need a day to yourself, a week to yourself, or a whole month to yourself. Do whatever you need to do to understand what is going on because if you don't, like I said, life will force you to pay attention. So the second lesson that I had to go through was releasing unrealistic expectations of myself and also creating boundaries with myself. I got to a point where I was giving so much of myself, whether it was in my friendships, with my clients, in the free content that I make, and I was giving, 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 but I was not allowing myself to receive and I was not allowing myself to give my own self what I needed. And because of that, excuse me, because of that, that led me to burning out and it led me to almost resenting my my career. It led me to resenting the podcast and everything that I do. It led me to resenting my friends and everyone in my life. I just wanted to tell everyone to F off, to leave me the hell alone and I just felt done. I, I honestly had a moment where I wanted to just quit everything because I was so depleted within myself that I had nothing left to give to anyone else, but that was no one's fault other than my own. So taking time for myself made me really come to realize that one of the unrealistic expectations that I set on myself was feeling like I always needed to be the strong, reliable friend. I, I felt in my mind that I needed to be that person for everyone, that I needed to be that person that people could come to for their problems and for support and for love. And because of that unrealistic expectation and it was just a lot of pressure to feel like i always had to be that person for people and before i am a life coach before i'm a friend before i am a daughter a sister 
before any of that, I am my own person and I have to be there for myself before I can be there for others. And I'm relearning this and I'm learning to let go of this expectation that I've set for myself. And I'm learning to be okay with the fact that sometimes I'm not going to be the strong one. Sometimes I'm not going to have the answers. And sometimes I'm not going to be able to hold space for people to come to me with their problems because I am dealing with my own stuff. And that's okay. That doesn't make me a bad person. That doesn't make me any less of a life coach or a friend or whatever. I am simply human and I'm not always going to be able to be there for everyone all the time for everything. And that's absolutely okay. And that is one of the biggest lessons that I learned this past month the biggest realization that I had and on top of that I realized through talking with my therapist that I needed to set a boundary around people in my life and something that she made me understand which I think can be helpful to so many other people who may be in the same boat as I am is that when someone comes to you with a problem or someone is wanting to vent to you Instead of feeling like you have to provide them with solutions and and answers, you can simply respond with empathy or sympathy. So let's say, you know, a friend's coming to you with a problem. Instead of trying to help them with figuring out whatever's going on with them, all you can do is simply say, I'm sorry you're going through that. That must really suck. I can imagine how you feel right now and that's it. That's where your role is ends and that was a huge epiphany for me because I never thought of it that way I don't have to provide the answers I can simply provide support and a listening ear and a shoulder to cry on and that's it so the third thing that I have come to realize is the importance of doing more things for yourself and not necessarily for productivity. So forcing myself to slow down last month and step away from work made me question who I was outside of my career. Who am I outside of being productive and getting things done? And I realized I had forgotten who that person was. I had forgotten what my hobbies were. I had forgotten the things that I enjoy doing for the sake of doing and not for the sake of productivity or producing content or an outcome. And so I spent a lot of time trying to remember who I am outside of my productivity. And it also made me think about how much we do things in life for the sake of feeling productive and how much we base our worth on how productive we are and in the beginning of taking time off from work I really 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 struggled with feeling not good enough I spent a lot of time doing a lot of nothing I spent a lot of time resting playing with my cats I spent time exploring new cities, going to the beach, getting lost in a bookstore and discovering new things that I've been wanting to learn and reading more and just doing the little 
things that we tend to not make time to do because we're so busy trying to be productive. I also realized that I can't define my happiness or I can't base my happiness on how busy I was that day or how productive I was that day because that's not truly living. I don't want to look back at my life and remember how overworked I was or how too busy I was to enjoy the little things in life. Now moving forward, I'm really approaching my life so differently by incorporating more things in my daily life that I enjoy doing for myself and not for the sake of productivity. So for example, today is the first day since the last month that I've actually kind of been back in my routine and back in like my productive vibes. But what I'm doing differently this time around compared to before is I'm making more time for myself throughout the day as opposed to being productive for like eight hours a day. So for example, today I slept in a bit. I didn't wake up as early as I wanted to, but I allowed myself to rest. And I know that's a complete privilege to be able to do that because some of us have kids, some of us have to be at the office at a certain time. So I completely recognize my privilege with that. But I allowed myself to sleep in and wake up when my body wanted to wake up. I had an extra long morning routine. I did lots of journaling, lots of me time, and I filled my cup up before I opened my phone, before I checked any emails. I made sure to carve out that sacred time in the morning for myself. And then I did a little bit of work in the morning and I allowed myself to do whatever I felt like doing. And then during lunchtime, I took a break and I went to a coffee shop and I just read my book, Do Nothing. And I just allowed myself to enjoy that little break instead of thinking about all the other things that I could be doing. Then I came here and I started recording this podcast. And then after this, I'm going to head to a yoga class. And so These are the little things that I am doing differently as opposed to before and incorporating these little moments throughout my day is bringing me so much more happiness and so much more joy. So the next lesson that I learned is to keep the right company around you. So as we transition to new chapters, as we elevate to new versions of ourselves, not everyone can come with us to that next level and that's okay. And this has been one of like the more painful realizations that I had this past month is realizing, yes, I love certain people. Yes, they mean a lot to me, but that doesn't mean that they are meant to go with me in my next chapter and I have to accept that. And you may come across the same thing in your own journey. That doesn't mean these people are bad. That doesn't mean they're toxic. It doesn't mean you need to cut them out of your life completely and never talk to them again. It simply means that maybe their position in your life has come to an end or their position in your life is changing a bit. So maybe that means you talk to them a little bit less or you see them a little bit less. That is something that I'm still learning to accept and be okay with. And the last lesson that I was reminded of is that you are stronger and more resilient than your challenges. 
When I was in the midst of my depression, I definitely allowed the negative talk in my mind to take over and I really felt so defeated. I did not know how I was going to get myself out of this. I did not know how I was going to change this narrative around in my mind because if you are someone who struggles with depression, if you know anyone who struggles with depression, then you understand how difficult and how powerful this can be and how it can really overtake someone's life. It takes a lot of strength and it takes a lot of support and it takes a lot of faith to get yourself out of any obstacle, whether it's depression or life has thrown you curveballs or you're dealing with a loss or anything like that. What really helped me get through these obstacles was one leaning on support from the people in my life and letting them know i'm not okay right now and i need help leaning on my therapist for support and also reminding myself of my strength and how resilient i am and this took some time it did not happen overnight it took a whole month for me to go from point a to point b but one thing that really helped me remind myself of my resilience and my strength was writing myself a letter and telling myself of all the things that i've already overcome reminding myself of what i've learned already what where i am right now how much i've accomplished for myself and just telling myself that i will be able to get through this chapter and this challenging phase in my life if i could get through what i've already gone through then this is no different than that and and i think sometimes we need to remind ourselves of these things because it's so easy to get caught up in the negative self-talk and the fear and the sadness and all of the things that can consume us so this sums up the lessons that i've learned in the last month and kind of what i went through in the month of august it was definitely a month of growth and healing and realizations and re and releasing and letting go and now i'm in a chapter of rebuilding myself focusing on my routines prioritizing my self-care and my mental health before anyone or anything else and really sticking to that and making sure i'm giving myself what i need so that i don't burn out again and also accepting the change and the growth that i'm experiencing as uncomfortable as it may be as difficult as these moments in life are and as challenging as they can be i know that they are necessary for our growth whether it's a breakup whether it's losing a job whether it's deciding to start over and make a huge change in your life yes these things can be really uncomfortable and they can be really scary and to not know what the next chapter in your life is going to look like or entail can be very overwhelming but these moments in life and these challenges are so necessary to push us forward and to help us become more stronger and wiser and take us to that that next level that we are destined to go to and i wanted to make this episode for anyone who may be in their own rough patch or who may be in the season of uncomfortableness a season of change of growth of healing i hope that this episode serves as that little light that you need to keep going and to keep the faith 
but that is all i have to say for this episode i really hope that you enjoyed this episode i would love to hear any major takeaways or epiphanies or aha moments that you may have had while listening to this episode again if you enjoyed this episode i would so appreciate if you could screenshot this episode post it on your instagram stories send this episode to whoever you may think may need to hear these words leave an itunes review and i am so excited to be back to regular programming. I hope that you all have an amazing week. As always, until next time, remember to just glow with it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.